morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Monday, July 10th. On this date in 1929, our money shrank, not in value, but in size. American paper currency was reduced in size as the government started issuing bills that were 25% smaller. And on this date in 2015, South Carolina pulled the Confederate flag from its place of honor at the State House in Columbia after more than 50 years. Do you know where the flag that flew on the State House grounds is today? I'll have that answer coming up. But first, let's head over to the Live 5 First Alert Weather Center to see how your forecast is going to shape your week. And good Monday morning to you, meteorologist Joey Sovine here. A cold front approaching the area will increase the rain chance to cloud cover today as well. So have the umbrellas handy. Some scattered showers and thunderstorms both this morning along with this afternoon. Some of these storms could contain some locally heavy rainfall as well. Temperatures won't make it to the 90s today. Low to mid 80s this afternoon. More clouds around if you need to get some out work in today. Make sure you take advantage of the dry stretches in between some of those showers and storms tomorrow. Back to more sunshine, back to a lower rain chance, only about a 20% chance of rain Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. High temperatures turning hotter in the low to mid 90s. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast powered by the Low Country's news leader, Life 5 News. Now let's get to your morning headlines. The Dorchester County Coroner's Office has identified the child who drowned in a retention pond in a Somerville neighborhood. Somerville police were called to the Central Commons subdivision around 5 Saturday afternoon. Two-year-old Elijah Brown was taken to Somerville Medical after being discovered in that water. Officials say the child died less than an hour later. The Somerville Police Department and the State Law Enforcement Division are now investigating. South Carolina Highway Patrol is investigating a crash that left one person dead and another hurt. According to troopers, that crash happened on Friday around 12.30 a.m. on Highway 310 near Lodge Hall Street. A Ford Mustang was heading eastbound when it went off the road and hit a tree. Officials say both the passenger and the driver were taken to the hospital where the passenger died the next day. The Orangeburg County Coroner's Office has not yet released that person's name. The crash is still under investigation. The Georgetown County Sheriff's Office is looking into a shooting that left one person hurt. Deputies say it happened at the Corvette Club on East Main Street in Andrews around 1 a.m. yesterday. A 31-year-old man was shot twice and was taken to a nearby hospital. This is an ongoing investigation. We'll keep you updated on air and online as we learn more. For the first time since his escape from prison last week, Pennsylvania authorities say they're making progress in tracking the movements of Michael Burham. He's the man who led multiple agencies on a four-day manhunt across the low country before being arrested in the Hugey area on May 23rd and then taken back to Pennsylvania. He's facing multiple charges in several states for murder, rape, and kidnapping. Pennsylvania state police say Burham is a self-taught survivalist with military reserve experience. Because of this, they believe he's hiding in the local woods. In the past 24 hours and since our, since our last press conference yesterday, we have searched numerous residences, abandoned structures, and vast wooded areas, all driven by tips or investigative decisions. We have located small stockpiles or campsites in wooded areas in the general vicinity of Warren. We believe these sites are associated with Burham. We have no reason to believe Burham has left the general area. With that said, we have received several tips or investigative leads from outside of the area, and we are thoroughly investigating each of those. Authorities say Burham is likely armed and dangerous, and they're asking for any community input that could be helpful in the search. 
They also recommend all local residents keep their homes and vehicles secure at all times. A mass shooting in North Carolina is under investigation this morning. Police in Wadesboro, which is about an hour outside of Charlotte, says that one person was killed and six others were hurt in yesterday's shooting. Authorities responded to calls of shots fired shortly before 2 a.m. yesterday morning. At the scene of a block party, officers found one person dead and the six other people hurt with gunshots. No information on arrests or what led up to that deadly shooting. A community baby shower held in downtown Charleston is giving families a chance to learn more about parenthood and grab any essentials they need to start their new chapter. Yeah, Caitlin Ashbaugh was there yesterday and shares more about that event and what it means to the community. Hundreds of new and expecting families showed up to the Homewood Hilton in Charleston to stock up on diapers, wipes, baby clothes and more, all free of charge. This is the second community baby shower they've had. The first was a drive through last month and it saw nearly 500 people. The event kickstarted by I Serve With Joy partnered with several local organizations to give expecting parents necessary resources and community. One volunteer says the most important part for her is rallying around new families and showering them with love, support, and resources. Caring is power when our neighbors know that we care about each other. Um, such an event like this that we have information, a lot of valuable information along with baby stuff that people may not know that they are aware. It's a way that we can impact the community and how we care for each other. I Serve With Joy didn't have a set date for their next event, but they did say they plan on holding more events that serve underserved communities in the future. Reporting in Charleston, Caitlin Ashbaugh, Live 5 News. The city of Folly Beach is looking to improve the safety, mobility, and accessibility along Arctic Avenue. You have until the end of the month to share your thoughts on the road that provides year-round beach access and parking for visitors and locals alike. Our Destiny Kennedy is live on Folly Beach. And Destiny, what will the Arctic Avenue plan specifically address for folks? The goal of the Arctic Avenue plan is to help traffic move smoothly and to prevent accidents between pedestrians, golf carts, bicyclists and motor vehicles. The design team has come up with alternates for the commercial district and the residential district. The commercial district covers 2nd Street West to 2nd Street East, whereas the residential district covers 2nd Street East to 12th Street East and West Arctic Avenue from 2nd Street West to 3rd Street West. All plans include adding a 12-foot path on either the island side of the road or the beach side of the road. Where the plan differs is the number of designated parking spaces Spaces that will be added. Project manager of the Arctic plan, Richard Turner, is asking that residents be open-minded and honest. So the process not necessarily isn't pick one versus the other. It's, it's look at both and provide us feedback. Good feedback, negative feedback, what you like, what you don't like. You know, we're, we're really, we're at a point now where we are, we're, we have two ideas that are on the table for each of the districts and just let us what you let us know what you think. If there are other things that you'd like to see that aren't shown, you know, provide us those that feedback. You have until July 31st to submit community feedback to stay updated on this story and more. Visit live5news.com in Folly Beach. Destiny Kennedy, Live 5 News. At the top of the show, I mentioned that on today's date, the Confederate flag was pulled from its place of honor at the State House grounds. But where is that flag today? You can see it in person at an exhibit at the State Museum in Columbia. While there, check out the communications exhibit as well. 
where you'll see one of Channel 5's original studio cameras dating back to our sign-on 70 years ago. Celebrating birthdays this Monday, singer Mavis Staples is 84, actor Robert Pine from Chips is 82, folk singer Arlo Guthrie is 76, and actress Sofia Vergara is 51. Thanks for joining us for another edition of Morning Y'all, powered by Live 5 News. I'm Katie Kamen. Hope you have a great Monday. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Morning Y'all is produced every weekday morning. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.